Well, we want to say thank you to everybody who has uh, downloaded this brand new Jesus and Food podcast. Uh, and over the weekend, lots of people finding it for the first time and some people subscribing and even given some ratings. So we want to say hi to everybody that's listening, and we appreciate you being here. Yeah, tell your friends if you would, if you're not, like, embarrassed of us. Uh, you know, when you bring home a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're like, you don't want to tell your parents. So it's one of those things, like, if you're not embarrassed, if you think it's good, please tell your friends. And, yeah, rate and review. We'd be really thankful. Okay, so on the schedule for today is uh, a guest by the name of Chris Hogan, who is a Dave Ramsey personality. And Lindsay loves it when we bring up anything to do with money or people specifically yeah. telling her how, what to do oh, with yeah. her money. I love um, so are you okay with proceeding with this today? <laughs> Here's the thing. He's the nicest guy. And so, and he's super smart. And so I do not mind him at all telling me how to, how to spend my money. Okay. So let's say somebody was just trying to like kick back and listen to a show about Jesus and food. And then they find out that some guy that comes on and talks about retirement and what to do with your money during, you know, COVID-19 times. And they're just about ready to hit that stop button and go listen to something else. Why should they keep listening here for the next 15 minutes or so? Don't hit stop. Listen, trust me. I, this stuff sometimes bores me too, but trust me, this guy, he's not boring. And he's also super hopeful. So, you know, using like real understandable terms and really helpful and just really down to earth and encouraging about, you know, these practical ways to to spend money, to save money and all that stuff. Okay. What? Okay. So if you, are you um, going to be eligible for this stimulus package that is coming through, you know, like, so you're finding out you're supposed to, you know, in certain income brackets, like within, you know, $1,200 per adult, $500 per child. Have you given any thought to what you're going to do with this check coming from the government? (laughs) Well, you know me, I'm a spender. Uh, I was talking to my husband about it and he's like, I don't know. I don't know. We might want to like save it. And I'm like, what? So we'll have to see. I feel like there's a little bit of a disagreement there. Um, but I'm not usually the wisest when it comes to money. Well, and so, yeah, and my first thing is to spend it too. But then it's like, okay, can I go on vacation? I know. No. Yeah, I know. Can I go get a $100 steak? Nope. No. Well, I guess I could at the <laughs> grocery store. But like, it's not like I'm going to go out to Fogo de Chao or my favorite, you know, steakhouse right now. Well, we might just have to like spend it later. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I want to buy that camper, you know, that... I've been wanting to buy a camper for our family and I found the one. And so I'm like, Ooh, like that would be nice to go towards the camper. So we'll just have to wait and see. So you're going to save the money so that you can spend the money. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. My wife had the uh, genius idea of using it to buy a water heater for our house. Oh man, that's so boring. I know. But then I, I did. First thing I thought was like, are you serious? But then, Every time, like, so we have two kids, one will take not even a long bath, but there's like a moderate length of bath. And then the second one becomes immediately angry because it's like, oh, well, we don't have enough hot water. So then actually, in theory, that would, I guess, improve our family's oh my God. health dynamic. Yeah, it seems boring, but it's like when you're taking that hot, glorious shower and you don't have to like hurry up, you can just kind of relax in there and all the whole family can do that. I mean, she's a genius because you have to have that. Yep, she pretty much is. Okay, enough about hot water heaters. Uh, Our interview with uh, Chris Hogan from the Dave Ramsey team. So many different angles that we can talk about uh, the pandemic that we have, and we have our quarantining, and we have our new normal. 
But let's talk, Lindsay, uh, for a few minutes about the financial aspect, right? Yeah, this is something that's on a lot of people's minds. Uh, maybe you felt, you know, very secure uh, a few weeks ago. And now that you start to look at things, you're wondering, you know, what? Wh- how does this impact finances? So we're so thankful uh, for our friend to come here and help us navigate uh, how to do this. This is so good. So our friend Chris Hogan is here today, um, and we're especially calling him our friend because uh, we, we feel so much closer to you now, Chris. We've had you on a couple of times, but now uh, now that we've seen you on, on one of our favorite TV shows, Rachel Ray, we really feel like uh, we got things to talk about here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to be with you all and uh, doing that segment. I've now had a chance to do a couple with Rachel Ray, and it's always a pleasure uh, to get up there and spend time with her. And just, you know, the goal is to try to help empower people on this money stuff. And uh, the more we learn, the more we can feel confident in executing a plan. That's so true. So Chris Hogan is with uh, Dave Ramsey Personalities, America's leading voice on retirement, investing and building wealth. Uh, you can check out uh, some great books that he's written, Everyday Millionaires, and also um, and, and also Retire Inspired as too, which we're going to talk about this kind of thing a little bit. But, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, I think, you know, you mentioned retirement, you mentioned things like, uh, well, unfortunately, we might have to talk about our 401k investment kind of stuff uh, for a little bit. What kind of advice are you giving people as far as that goes? Well, I'm telling people, you know, this is unprecedented. We have never seen uh, this type of scenario where we're battling an invisible enemy. And this is having a global impact. And I'm just reminding people right now just to take a deep breath. Uh, This is stressful. Uh, This is frustrating uh, to be able to see all this thing going on with the stock market dropping. And I'm reminding people that the stock market is a a living, breathing thing. And when things are optimistic and people are excited, the market grows up. And when people start to get nervous or worried, things can go down. But we've seen this kind of thing before. And as far as with the stock market and looking back in 02 and 03 with the SARS epidemic, where the market dropped significantly, but by the end of 03, it had rebounded and it was higher than it was before. We've seen this with 9-11 where we have this that period, that terrible period, where we were vulnerable and scared, and the market was as well, but it also came back. And then most recently in the Great Recession of 07 to 09, where we had that 18-month period of just doom and gloom, but it also came back. So I'm just reminding people that although this situation particularly is unprecedented, we will come back. And so I just want people to take a deep breath. Let's just kind of settle here and stay in control of the things that we can control. And Jonathan and Lindsay, when I talk about that, I'm saying we can't control the stock market, but we can control our attitude, our outlook, and our responses. And so it's really important for people to be reminded of that right now. Lindsay, isn't there something very encouraging just uh, hearing those words, we will come back? Yeah, I love it. I think we, I think that's what we want to know. Like, is this going to get better? Will we come back? Chris, what are some things that people can practically do? Um, right now, I know I'm even thinking thoughts like, should I be spending money? Should I be saving money? Where should I be putting mm-hmm. my money? Should I, you know, we're all just thinking these thoughts of uh, spending and, and things of practicality. So what would you say to the person who's wondering about all of that? Well, I would say, you know, right now, we definitely want to go into conserve mode. 
And I've been saying that uh, as I'm doing national media, and it's starting, people are starting to hear me. And we all know what cons- conservation is. We want to protect and, t- and take care of things. And we definitely need to do that with our financial resources right now. And so conserve mode means we're going to delete any unnecessary spending. This is a time where we have to be adult enough to tell a want that it needs to wait. And we've got to take care of the priorities. And by priorities, I'm saying the four walls. And Jonathan and Lindsay, when I say four walls, these are the four things you have to take care of. And that is you need food. You've got to take care of your shelter, your rent or your mortgage. You've got to take care of utilities. And you have to make sure your transportation is up and running. Those four things are necessities. Anything that falls outside of that, you really want to start to look at and really make a decision. Not do I want to spend the money because we all have wants. And, 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 but right now in this time of need, we have to pay attention and conserve. Well, let me ask you this because, uh, I mean, maybe some people are hearing this and thinking, well, I could see where that might be the case if, you know, I had lost my job or if I, you know, my income had taken a bit of a hit or if things seem uncertain. But what if somebody's listening and saying, well, I, I'm thank God I'm in a situation where, you know, I haven't really been impacted outside of maybe, you know, my retirement investments taking a hit right now. Um, Do do I still really need to be in conserve mode, even though I feel like I haven't been that impacted? Well, no, if you're in a stable situation where your income is not impacted or your hours haven't been impacted, uh, then you can continue. But I would still say in the conserve mindset, we do want to make decisions kind of thinking, taking the long term in, in effect, meaning we don't know how long this is going to last. And unfortunately, we're hearing about new industries and new areas that are being impacted. And there can be a ripple effect through that. And so just being more mindful, if you're stable, that's great. And my heart goes out to people that have had job losses and income losses. Um, and I'm really trying to encourage them to make sure that they're in conserve mode and looking for ways to bring in some income in the time of need. Okay, so if we can just take, we like to do uh, serious and then take a break and then go back to serious because it, it seems like it helps us have a little bit of a fresh breath. So, um, so Lindsay, I know you were watching Chris Hogan when he was on uh, Rachel Ray, and I know, Chris, you said this a couple of times. Lindsay, I'm just kind of curious, like, how does somebody like Rachel Ray, in your mind, before he actually tells us the answer, um, get hooked up on the cooking show? Yeah, I, I feel like, okay, so Chris has an amazing voice, which, Chris, you know, she went crazy over your voice. <laughs> um, in the audience, I mean, the moment he opened his mouth and spoke, the, the audience just went wild with applause. So I think it's his voice. I think it's his his personality, uh, his demeanor, but I also think people are really wondering about the finances, obviously, but usually, Chris, I mean, I don't mean this to be rude. I'm not usually interested in finances, but when I talk to you, you bring this life, all the Dave Ramsey people bring this life and this this just kind of excitement to it all. So I think that's, I think that's how you get the hookup with Rachel. Well, it's certainly fun. And uh, I appreciate the compliment. Uh, This money stuff is real. And, you know, it impacts all areas of life. And I I think it's really important for us to be able to talk with people. I think too many times with with financial people, they talk at people using fancy terms. And we, we just try to bring things down and talk to people in a real way. We talk about money. And money can impact our dreams and our families and all these things. And so it's a tool that we really need to learn to use. 
And uh, I've seen people do it. You know, I'm a person that worked in the financial industry, but yet I really didn't understand it until I really got connected with Dave. And I've been with him almost 15 years now. And seeing it in a different way, it helps you to understand it. And then it allows you to use it in the right way. So good. Um, we're talking to Chris Hogan. Um, if you want to check out what, you know, what Chris has to say, some of the books that he has written that uh, speak to a lot of this uh, subject material that we're talking about today, uh, you can go online. If you go to either DaveRamsey.com or ChrisHogan360.com. Uh, did I get that website right, Chris? You most certainly did, sir. ChrisHogan360.com, uh, including a uh, something that you wrote called What Five Years of Stupid Cost Me. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> exactly what happens there. I'd like to, to talk to the issue of inspiration and hope right now. Um, you know, we've already kind of talked to you've given us some hope on the whole stock market thing and how it's a living, breathing thing. And it can go down and it can go up based on how people are feeling. But what about just uh, just in general, financially and just otherwise, when we look at a new week and we're thinking, you know, it's tempting to look at this new week and say, OK, I wonder what drastic thing it's, is going to go down this week. You know, how how are our lives going to, you know, even decrease in quality this week. Um, is there any inspiration or hope that you're able to give all of us listening right now? Well, I, I can say this without a shadow of a doubt. Um, we, we are tough uh, as Americans. Uh, we're looking through the things that we've walked through, and I mean individually. All of us have walked through some tough times in our lives, whether you're dealing with yourself or someone in your family. And so I'm just encouraging people to just call back on that strength to be able to look and that resolve to understand that we are going to get through. Uh, when we lock arms and we start to get intentional about where we are and what we're striving for, it kind of helps us put things in perspective. And unfortunately, a lot of times we can make things a priority that really shouldn't be. And in this period of time, I think it's important for people to kind of get grounded, to make sure that they're reaching out. Do not isolate. Reach out. Connect with the people that you care about. Talk and check on family and friends. And in that mindset for us to understand, we're going to get through it. And so I'm encouraging people to find sources that are positive for you, whether it's people, whether it's a book, uh, whether it's it, whatever you need to do, but plug into that and remain aware. And uh, I'm just encouraging people to have that outlook. Again, three things we can control, our attitude, our outlook, and our actions. And I think if we stay in control of those three things, we won't waste emotional energy unnecessarily. We'll be able to see things clearly and deal with whatever comes when it comes. Um, yeah. Chris, go ahead, Lindsay. Oh, can I go back to not serious or? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, yeah, you said, you know, okay, so you're on Rachel Ray, the cooking show, and you said that you hope she invites you back and you get to cook with her. Uh, I want to know if you could pick any meal, like what would the meal be that you would cook with Rachel? Like what's the, what's your staple favorite meal that you, you do at home? Oh, wow. That is a fantastic question. Well, if I got an opportunity to cook with Rachel um, and, and if it was just one meal, I'd have to call on her Italian heritage. Uh -huh. um, and I would probably say I'd love to make a lasagna with oh, her. Yeah. Be able to walk through that process uh, would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm it. sure it'd be tasty, it. too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it would, as long as she didn't let me do too much. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Um, I was wondering, uh, how, how would you answer those, the, the, the advice that you were just kind of giving us with the, you know, don't isolate, find something to read, you know, keep your inspiration high. And obviously we're all leaning on God in different ways in this time. Some of us can 
feel more close to God in affliction. Others, you know, struggle and feel a bit further away. But uh, anything you can share from your own life that maybe we could uh, gain some inspiration from how you've been trying to do that lately? Well, you hit the nail on the head for me. And that first thing that I lean on is my faith. Uh, my Lord and Savior has been strong and, and has been diligent throughout my life. And I've got different examples that I can go back to and look at that he not only saw me to it, but he was with me through it. And so I'm confident in that. And so listening to music, uh, reaching out to friends, just checking in on people via text or a phone call. Um, it's hard right now where we may not be able to get to our parents and see them, but to use the digital media that, or the mediums that we have in technology to be able to see their faces and just talk with them. Uh, another thing I've been doing is writing letters uh, to people that really matter to me and letting them know how much they matter. And again, it goes back to just channeling that energy. And uh, right now with a lot of people at home, I think it's important for us to be on a schedule uh, to give yourself some time to be able to be productive, but also to be able to relax. And whether that's listening to music or watching your favorite show, doing those things in moderation will help us keep our mental health strong and clear. Are you in Nashville? I am. I'm right outside of Nashville in Franklin and uh, coming in and, and just doing different media to encourage people. But I would tell people this also. Um, I tell people it's hard to be hateful when you're grateful. And so mm-hmm. I would encourage people today to write down five things you're grateful for. You know, it's really easy to get caught up in what we can't do right now or what we're not able to do. But let's focus on what we can do. And and we have a lot of freedoms and we have some ability. And so write down five things you're grateful for. Keep that on a postcard or a post-it near you. And whenever you start to get a little nervous or a little bit unsettled, go back to those things you're grateful for. And it's amazing how that's a mental reset for us to really kind of make sure that we're staying in control of our attitude, our outlook, as well as our actions. I love it. That's uh, so good. Friend Chris Hogan. You can check him out at chrishogan360.com. Would that be a good place if people are finding themselves wishing, hey, I wish I was on the line talking with Chris Hogan right now, uh, you know, trying to have a, a better outlook on my finances or whatever things might be. Uh, if people have questions, what would you suggest? Well, they can definitely go to my website, and then I have the Chris Hogan Show uh, that's available on iTunes and all other places you can find podcasts. But if they have a question, I'd encourage them to send it to me. You can email me at ask at chrishogan360.com. That's ask at chrishogan360.com, and would love the opportunity to be able to connect with them and answer their question. Um, And also, I've got a live stream that'll be coming out tomorrow, and it's a message of hope to people. And uh, it's 7 o'clock. Central, uh, where people will be able to find that online as well. So that's seven o'clock Central, and the date that would be is March thirty first. If you're listening 31st, to this, March yeah. thirty March thirty first. That's the day that yes, you can check that out. So nice. Well, it looks like it's going to be almost seventy in Franklin today. So you're gonna you're gonna be feeling that that warm sun, and we hope that you have a good day. Well, thank you all so much. It's a pleasure to be with you, and thank you for giving people positive, encouraging messages. And I look forward to coming back with you. Definitely appreciate that. Chris Hogan, chrishogan360.com. Have a great day and thanks again. Thank you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Our uh, buddy Chris Hogan from the Dave Ramsey team. I guess that wasn't all that painful, was it? Oh, it was. I mean, like, especially his voice. Like, he could say anything in that voice and it would just feel like relaxed and hopeful and good. He's, He's so awesome. And I like how, like, you can ask him a question about 401ks, and the next question would be, like, what dish would you make if you were on Rachel Ray? And did you notice the tone of his voice doesn't even fluctuate? He's, like, the same (laughs) either way. I know. He's a very dynamic guy. That's why I like talking to him. 
cool stuff. So uh, chrishogan360.com is where you can check him out. Um, and thanks to Chris for joining us here today. We would love for you to keep listening to the uh, Jesus and Food podcast. If you can give it a little rating or review and uh, subscribe, we'd love to share this podcast with as many people as possible. Lindsay, what are you going to make for dinner tonight? I mean, now it sounds like I want lasagna, but I just made that. So I made like a uh, um, a white Alfredo-like version of lasagna. So I did like the Italian sausage instead of the ground beef and then a like an Alfredo sauce instead of the tomato sauce. Tons of mozzarella, tons of basil. So good. Now, that sounds actually incredible. Um, while we were on our morning radio show today, um, my Aunt Julie, who lives in Wilmington, North Carolina, she said last uh, night or over the weekend, they made uh, barbecue ribs, which they made by putting in the oven for like five hours and did the tinfoil thing. The only thing yeah. that I, I'm so I'm ready to make barbecue ribs tonight. But um, the only thing is she said they've been eliminating sugar out of their diet, which is all well and good. So she screenshotted me a picture of what's called G Hughes Smokehouse Sugar-Free Barbecue Sauce. Oh, I don't know about that. Only two carbs per serving. She says it's <laughs> award-winning and great. So nice. I guess for those of us trying to limit sugar, yeah. might give it a shot. Otherwise, back to Sweet Baby Ray's. That's right. That's right.